Welcome to the Adventure Mechanics. I'm Chandler. I'm Devin. And I'm Tom. And today we'll be talking about the Untitled Goose Game. A game Uh, where you're just going to be a jerk to people. And yeah. You're you're a goose. Do you want to do you want to go over the story, Devin? I know you have like uh, vol- oh yes. voluminous notes on this. It's it's wait. So, there's more to it than just you're a goose. It's, yeah. Yes, there's so much detail <laughs> and so much lore. So you're a goose, and you have a bunch of goose adventures, and you get a shiny bell for your bell collection. <laughs> yep, yep, it checks out. Well, yeah. I do love me a good bell collection, so sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's we all have a bell collection. Let's be real. That's oh, a yeah. very normal thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much the story of the game, but for like a little yeah. bit more context, you're a goose terrorizing this small English town that is really getting tired of all your shit cuz when you're done with a zone, they put a no goose sign up that you can just tear down cuz you're a goose and you know. And then they try to fuck them back man. up again. Yeah. And you're just like <laughs> fuck you, I'm a goose. Yeah. Ah. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) So, like, you visit, you start off by visiting the garden next to the river, then you go into the city, then you go into people's backyards, then you go through a cafe. Yeah, you go through a cafe. Yes. And then you finally get to this little tiny miniature version of the town that you just went through. Then you tear down the church tower to grab the bell at the top. And then you run that bell all the way back through town. Everybody's like, hey, there's a there's a goose with a bell. I'm going to take the bell. And <laughs> every time you run, you go ding, 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 ding to bring attention to yourself. So it's very Metal Gear Solid on the way back. And then you put your bell in your collection. Like, that's the full story of the game. <laughs> that's the game. That's it. And that's the story. And you're a jerk to everybody. Young children, old people, they're they're Grown all ups. They're, yeah. they're all just fodder for your jerkness. Yep, because you are a goose. It's <laughs> it sounds like a really stupid, simple concept, and it is. But the beauty of it is that it's so simple it becomes engaging because the mechanics of grabbing stuff, having people chase you, honking at them, scaring people into phone booths, etc. There's not a whole lot of story in this game, so that's why we didn't even bother saying yeah. a spoiler. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> At the beginning of the game, if you walk south instead of north, you see the bells. That's kind of... Not, the game spoils it itself, not... Yeah. There's not a whole lot I can spoil for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you could see the bell collection, but you might not be able to put together, like, that you're looking for a bell, but you might be able to put that together. Yeah. It's, you know. There's not a whole lot to this in terms of story yeah and that's the beautiful part of it yeah because it's, it's just very simple yeah you're just a goose and you do <laughs> goose things roughly i think somebody described it as more of you're a crow because a crow can actually do all the things this goose does but <laughs> you're a crow in disguise <laughs> yeah like you're a crow goose maybe this goose was raised by crows maybe mm-hmm. Maybe there's no I, there's no that's lore the secret that, secret though. backstory to the Untitled Goose game. Knowing the development uh, house 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 literally house house is the name of <laughs> house the house development group that made this, which is like yep. four people. 
Yeah, I don't in think Australia. They, yeah, this is an Australian game. <laughs> they made this game as their sophomore effort. Their first game is I Push You Pull or something like that. A I game... was Push Me Pull You. Is it Push Me Pull You? I uh, thought it was because it was a Dr. Doolittle reference. Yep, Push Me Pull You. I have it in my notes right here and I'm just not looking <laughs> at them. Wee! <laughs> That's okay. I mean, you got the idea of the game. <laughs> yeah. It's a cute little uh, introduction game. They made just enough to, you know, say, hey, we actually want to be game developers off that. And then they made the Untitled Goose Game. Funny side note, they actually posted this in Reddit like two or three years ago when they were still designing it. And it was adorable at the time. It was like, ooh, that looks really interesting. Because all they had was the gardener and the goose interacting with each other and that was the only sizzle reel that they had was just a gif of this gardener and a goose and even then like they had the core of the game down so that was kind of interesting to kind of experience like oh yeah this game that everybody's talking about now actually had a further roots back and i saw that (laughs) so just a useless little side note there of early game designs and what comes of them or not Because sometimes you might just, you know, put a little thing out there and then suddenly everyone's like, oh my god, I want to play this. I want to be that asshole goose. Right? Yeah. That's exactly (laughs) what I thought when I saw it. I was like, ooh, that looks like an interesting game. I wonder how they're going to do that. And three years later, here we are. Yep, three years is how long it took them to develop this from a concept to finish game. And there's a surprising amount of interviews with House House and the developers that run it they kind of interesting because like on the first release day of the untitled goose game they spent like the morning fixing bugs to you know make sure it works and then they just peaced out and went to a climate change protest (laughs) oh wow (laughs) right it's like okay games are important and this is probably one of the bigger games that we'll be releasing but climate change is more important that's like the attitude they had which i thought was kind of interesting oh that's that's actually pretty cool right in terms of their attitude you can kind of see it in their release day it's like oh we're gonna make this game as a joke and they're like okay we'll table that for now and they keep coming back to it because all the other ideas they came up with weren't as good as this game where you're just a goose (laughs) this is our best idea shit (laughs) i guess we'll just roll with it then huh right (laughs) yeah i'm kind of not surprised that's how the untitled goose game came up into being because sometimes an idea just won't leave you be and it's the only thing that you can actually make any progress on (laughs) yeah so I kind of relate yeah. to these developers for that reason. Yeah. Which, you know, I, seems like it worked out well for them, so... <laughs> right? There's YouTube videos of, like, Markiplier and PewDiePie playing this game. And, yeah, I'm not going to bother correcting myself on PewDiePie's uh, <laughs> name. Cause, you know, yeah, 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 you know, PewDiePie. PewDiePie. <laughs> uh, if anybody's offended by that, uh, okay. i'm not gonna apologize about that (laughs) the dude has like millions of people and i'm just one tiny dude doing a podcast so you know take it with a grain of salt i'm just an asshole with an opinion (laughs) i don't know i feel like i feel like pewdiepie might be really offended he is the kind of person that takes a lot of care to make sure that he pronounces everything perfectly 
he never mispronounces anything. So you might want to take that back, Chandler, just in case, you know. I would trust you, but I know your sarcasm <laughs> <laughs> on that. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, no. I, uh, unfortunately, I don't even know if it's unfortunate. I watch a few PewDiePie videos. He's kind of funny. I so. honestly haven't sat down and watched any of his work. So yeah. I'm not a hardcore fan, but I enjoy some PewDiePie from time to time. Fair enough. Enough to know that he would not be offended. <laughs> Good to know. Yeah, so House House is a tiny group of four developers. They are thoroughly not pro, and that's how they kind of describe themselves. In this quote, Strasser is one of the developers that did it, and the interviewer asked, so how professional do you guys feel? And the, his response is, we're three years more professional than we were three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's solid gold in terms of yeah. saying how you kind of view your profession yeah, yeah. We, we work but it's not like we're super bros about it well it's like it's a process there are points on the journey but that's about we're just a little more professional than we were yeah, yeah pretty much and in three more years we'll be more professional you know that's just yeah <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I kind of think that they caught lightning in a bottle with this, and mm -hmm. it's not necessarily going to bode well for their next release if they don't tread very carefully and intentionally about what game they want to make. Yeah. The curse of success is definitely a thing in game development. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, getting back to the game itself because here we are talking about the developers um <laughs> the, the, the core of the game is you have the abilities of a goose you can run around you can throw your wings out you can duck ha ha and you, jesus christ I, I saw the pun i had to take it <laughs> and you can grab stuff with your beak now that's your entire move set there's nothing else really that you can do as a goose in this game. Wait, did I miss something? Can you, like, chase after people and attack them? Well, you can honk. You can honk and chase them, yeah. You can run and, and honk at the same time. You can run and honk and flap your wings at the same time. But... They clearly, clearly have not spent enough time around geese. Okay, so they They're are absolutely vicious. <laughs> they are Australian, and in their interviews, they do say, "Yeah, we have never actually really interacted with geese. It's not a oh. thing in Australia." <laughs> yeah, I believe I believe there was a quote somewhere where they they were just kind of baffled by everyone's response, like everyone outside of Australia's response, because suddenly there are all these Europeans and Americans and other you know people from other places with geese, and they're like, "Oh my God, geese are so horrible! I would love to play a goose that was horrible to people." And they're like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, we just thought the goose was funny. <laughs> That's amazing. I can't remember where I I read that. If I read that, it's in my mind that it was something I read. Uh, so in one of their interviews, they do talk about it. I think it's in the Vulture article titled mm. The Creators of Untitled Goose Game Just Wanted to Make a Funny Game About a Goose. <laughs> I think they go into like their surprise yeah. about the goose being the, the magic that they put into yeah. the bottle. <laughs> That's amazing. And I would highly recommend reading that. It's a short read, but it's very good at giving the insight of the developers at house house. Yeah. Good God. Is their name just, 
derpy. <laughs> if you don't get a I feel like. for like the development that they do with the title, with their development house title, I don't know what to t- what to tell you. <laughs> it's just a whole lot of house. It's not a whole lot of house. It's just a house house. Yeah, it's house squared. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys. So, uh, since we've kind of gone over all the move sets and the story, and I'll put both of those in the loosest quotes that I can see, which being a podcast, you can't see anyway, but very loose <laughs> quotes. Um, yeah, what were your impressions of this game? Why don't we just jump in there? I thought this game was absolutely charming. I was charmed by it, and then I played it, and I was very charmed uh, it's just, man, it's just so lovely <laughs> just <laughs> running around and being a goose and stealing shit and like, <laughs> making people's lives difficult. <laughs> so there's this one level where there's a little kid, right? And one of the things you could do is you can honk at the kid and run after him because he's scared of you. And you can chase him into a phone booth <laughs> and trap him there. Oh my god. And when I was stuck on what to do next, because you in each little <laughs> level you, you have like a little checklist, like a little to-do list of things to do as an asshole goose. Um, and they're sort of puzzles. Like you have to figure out how to do it. It's not necessarily very straightforward. So in this one level, when I wasn't sure what to do next, I just chase this kid into the phone booth. <laughs> I'm frustrated. Kid, back in the phone booth. <laughs> he, would, he would have to, like, call someone, call an adult to chase away this goose that's got him trapped <laughs> in the phone booth. Oh, and that was so fun. And, you know, it's just it's so fun just running around and being like, yeah, I'm going to steal your stuff. Hey, lady, nice carrot. Yoink. Uh, <laughs> I just thought that was, like, that's my main impression of the game. It's just really charming. It's simple, you know, but that's okay. Like, it's kind of fun to just do the thing. You have a little checklist that, you know, gets you, lets you know what you could be working on, but, you know, you don't have to do that. You can just pick stuff up, drag things around, honk at people and surprise them, steal their shit, <laughs> chase them into phone booths, yep. break into the TV uh, store. And turn on the camera so that you're on all the TVs, you know. <laughs> Steal an old man's stool. Oh, God, yeah, right? Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of little things that just really add up to the charm, as Devin described it, of this yeah. game. At the very beginning of the game, when you <gasps> get out of the tutorial section, there's just a sandwich on a park bench. And it is almost inevitable that you're going to grab that sandwich and just be like, uh, well, this sandwich is going right in the lake now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Ooh, yummy apple in the lake. Yep. Aha, gardener's keys in the lake. <laughs> <laughs> that gardener? Well, he's going to have to do a lot of swimming because everything's in the lake. Everything's in the lake. And Until you realize you have to put some of the stuff on the picnic blanket and then you're like, oh shit, I better get that out of the lake. <laughs> yep. But that being said, the the game really doesn't have a failure state unless, like, yeah. you're a jerk, you grab the keys away from the uh, gardener, and then you run away with them, and you lose them, and then you close the door so neither you or the gardener can get back into the garden. <laughs> I Oh my god. Yeah. yeah I, it was basically just me and the gardener just standing at the garden door <laughs> being like, well, 
That sucks. <laughs> Keys are right over there. Nothing we can do about it. <laughs> and I didn't know what... I mean, at the end of the day, we are both just screwed. <laughs> <laughs> like, there is a way to get into the garden without needing the keys but i didn't know it at the time so it was just me and that gardener yeah yep we're here now you're just like oh okay well here we are this... i had to fight the gardener for the radio because yeah he just would not let me have the radio uh another thing that's like super lovely about this game is the fact the soundtrack is you know arrangements on uh debussy's uh prelude and so there's like the slow nice version and then there's a fast almost kind of frenetic version but a solo piano and it's just really lovely and quiet and it reminds me a lot of like um like little kid shows like from i oh god i'm not gonna remember uh this is well this is a seasonal one right uh so um i don't know if you guys have ever seen the snowman it's a british animated very short based on a book and there's no dialogue and it's all music and there's a lot of solo piano music to it that like, you know, as the the images are moving on the screen, you know, it's animated, you know, these like 2D animation because it's old. Yeah. <laughs> that, um, you know, like as the as the, you know, images are moving, that there's the music playing and uh, it's like often very quiet and very subdued. And um, and then it'll like kind of pick up a little bit like when, uh, you know, they find the motorbike and stuff and the untitled goose game and it's and it's soundtrack reminded me so much of that uh and that's probably you know a very subjective thing for me because so it was like oh i just i just love this it, it feels nice but it also reminds me of that and so it was kind of like oh this is this is nice it's bringing back like nice childhood memory type things <laughs> but i'm playing as an asshole goose <laughs> and it, it was quite lovely and that was just a really clever decision i think to use a classical piece of music an impressionist piece of music i think wc was an impressionist uh pianist uh anyway uh but um you know taking that and then like you know arranging it so that you're using basically all the same music but almost like a light motif in a way like you know you slow it down you speed it up you kind of turn it on its head to like invoke different emotions or different things that are happening on the screen so you know the piano gets a little bit more faster and frenetic when you're getting chased by someone or someone's like going to take those keys back from you as opposed to if you're just wandering around looking it's like very quiet and yeah, this do, game, do, do, do. definitely the soundscape of it is very powerful. When you get to the beginning lake, you're just like, oh, there's this swell of music and it feels great to be just be there. And it kind of encourages you to play. Yeah. And I think that's kind of one of the things that during my research, I was reading a lot of articles from older gaming, game reporting veterans, and they were all like, like the Kotaku article on this was like, well, this isn't much of a game. And I feel like they were missing the point because it's not, yes, they're right. It isn't much of a game that you can literally beat this in like an hour. If you know what you're doing or faster, probably a lot faster. I think the speed run is like 15 minutes or something. like that. Oh my God. Yeah. And that's like a hundred percenting it, but the game is, isn't designed to be a crunchy game that adults can really bite into. This is a game for kids and well, kids and kids at heart. Let's put it that way. Yeah. 
because the soundscape is light and even in the most intense moments when you're getting chased by somebody the stakes are so low you can't really fail like even when i was stuck with the gardener outside of the garden there was a way for me to fix that i didn't know how but there was a way for me to fix that the game is there to be kind of just a joy to play yeah and it the, yeah. the low stakes of it are kind of like a decompression even though yeah. you're being a complete jerk to a kid and the stool out from an old underneath an old man so he can steal his hat yeah <laughs> <laughs> untying the kid's shoelaces and stealing his glasses yeah and as a side note i felt terrible doing this to some of these people like yeah <laughs> i felt bad for chasing the kid into the phone booth but i was like well sorry kid you're you're on the mission list i gotta i gotta kick you into that booth <laughs> oh that's actually a mission that wasn't just oh yeah yeah just yeah. some fun it doesn't sound like it's a mission but it's a mission yeah. so it kind of has like a mission set but it's it's low stakes missions taking the rake and putting it in the lake rake in the lake <laughs> That's all Rake it tells the you. Lake. It's your, <laughs> it's your decision on how to get it there without the Rake in a lake. Have a picnic. And it's vague enough to make you want to discover the story of this quaint little English town. <laughs> With this one goose. <laughs> that just one. Everybody this hates. One goose. Because they all have these no goose symbols just waiting waiting it's possibly a possessed <laughs> goose who knows yeah disc goose it's a cute little game and it's just cute it's yeah it's a lightweight way to kind of get away from the world is kind of how i yeah. viewed it like yeah i haven't gone through and done all of the challenges but most of the ones that i have left are just speed runs at this point and that kind of feels antithetical to the game because I was the way I played the goose was I had a mission I was gonna do it and then the humans like broke it and then I honked at him it's like hey you're <laughs> taking that thing away from me I can't attack you but I can show how unhappy I am with your what you're doing right now <laughs> and it was that low stake that kind of made it so enjoyable to me I don't know yeah. your impressions of that but no I yeah um. Yeah, I I really liked kind of the low stakes and I I found myself like even when I wasn't sure what to do, like on my to do list, like how to accomplish something like I found that I didn't really get frustrated with the game. Like, like in other games, I tend to get really frustrated. Like, I don't know what you want me to do. Like, since we play a lot of like, you know, adventure games, like point and click adventures, like we often run into those where you're just like, game, what do you want from me? And, um, and I, that happens in other genres as well. But like in this game, like even when I wasn't sure how to solve the puzzle, I wasn't really frustrated. I just like, you know, wander around, chase people, steal stuff and think about it and then be like, oh, well maybe I'll try this thing or, you know, notice something I hadn't noticed before. And it's just like really easygoing and just quiet. And I just, it's a nice change of pace from like, other games because even i mean full disclosure like i really like stardew valley for example but i sometimes find it very stressful 
because I feel like there's so much I need to accomplish and there are all these things I need to do and I have to say hello to everyone in town and oh my god there's this festival coming up and I have uh, to maximize every move I have to maximize every minute of my day which makes me feel like I'm playing the game wrong because everyone's like oh this is so relaxing and nice and like for a while it is and then after a while it just becomes life and it's stressful right (laughs) whereas that happens to me every time I play Stardew Valley too (laughs) but like with untitled goose game i didn't feel that like it didn't ever feel like a chore or anything it's like yeah i got this list of things to do but it's more like guidelines you know it's like eh, you know i can look at the nice art and you know wander around and like watch the, the things and it's just nice to like not feel like pressured yeah, exactly. It's like, I didn't really feel pressured. It's just quiet and things. And, you know, sometimes you'd be like, ah, old man, stop stealing my radio. But, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, know, like, you know, it's fine. I'll just go back and get the radio and we'll try again. Um, you know, or, you know, some permutation therein. <laughs> yeah, it's a very light, low risk, low reward kind of puzzle game. I know yeah. a lot of people like calling it a stealth game, but it's really not. It's more of a puzzle it, game. I can see why you would call it that. It's sort of a puzzly, stealthy, but you don't have to play it stealth uh, is the thing. Whereas I feel like if it were truly a stealth game, you would have to be stealth all the time. Um, but I've accomplished some things by just like running in there, you know, wing spread and like just do the thing. <laughs> right yeah like <laughs> like the, the shock and awe <laughs> campaign of the goose <laughs> yeah yeah that, i would say that's accurate because yeah. i was gonna say i feel like that's probably more true to geese in general so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That's how you should play i was more like right? the metal gear revengeance you know goose <laughs> as opposed to the metal gear solid <laughs> goose right metal honk <laughs> metal <laughs> yeah oh, oh my god yeah it, like it's a joy of a puzzle game like i yeah i'm not gonna call it a a stealth game because even this like quote-unquote stealthy moments are like Mm -hmm. you hiding from a a human to make sure that you run away with his trowel before he grabs it from you right and here's a spoiler you can have the gardener chase you all the way to like basically the end of the game and most of the time you can run with his trowel and he won't really catch up like he kind of will but i really tortured that gardener i made him run for his trowel (laughs) that's kind of a great like i'm glad to know that that he'll chase you that far (laughs) oh yeah yeah that's one of the challenges at the end of the game after you complete the main quote-unquote story Mm -hmm. you have to like get the gardener's hat and use it to dress up a statue in the back gardens for, for some reason or you could use the old guy's <laughs> hat it doesn't matter both are good whichever both are one good you hats wanna, yeah whichever one That's you want to use and it's it has that puzzle depth my first inclination to get the hat into the back garden was to use the gardener's hat because well frankly i stole it and i wasn't gonna give that fucker back <laughs> it was my hat now <laughs> but then i thought about it i was like no no i already got the conquest of that hat it's not interesting to me anymore there's that old guy in the cafe he has a hat on i think i can take it from him and (laughs) so i made a challenge for myself i was going to take that old man's hat and put it in the garden why because i'm a goose 
Because <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm a goose, motherfucker. Don't you ever forget. Exactly. <laughs> I was actually going to say that, and then I was like, no, I probably shouldn't. And then you immediately did. I'm, <laughs> I'm very upset. We're on the same wavelength. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Right? It's a joy of a game. And I could easily see, like, my nephews. And it seems like the kind of game that anybody could pick up and play and just kind of have a good time. I was going to say, like, I don't know if you actually said it in these words and maybe you did and i just forgot but you had said something earlier uh before we were recording about it being like a, like an entry point for people who like don't maybe don't know how to play games or don't really play games like it's a good starting point like and especially for like kids like you mentioned your nephews yeah um, and i think like, of, like my cousins too where it's like maybe you don't play games that much but you know like you're little and like here you go here's a game you can learn all the basics of gameplay for all other games from here, basically like moving cool. around, doing things, pressing, pressing the buttons to make different things happen, having uh, feedback of what you're doing on the screen. Yeah. Either you honk when you honk, or maybe people chase you when you steal a thing or they run away. If you run at them, like, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. It's a really low stakes game, but it has enough meat on the bone to be engaging. Like, yeah. Yeah. I could see my parents playing this game, and they don't play games I, either. I actually showed my mom. I was telling her about it, and she's like, what is this game? And I'm like, here, let me get it. I'll show you. So I got my Switch, and I was like sitting with her, and I'm like, look, here, you're a goose. And look what you could do as a goose. <laughs> <laughs> what did she think? Pretty amused. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, she thought it was cute. She thought it was cute. I, you know, she's not really like a game player type person, but uh, I think she thought it was really cute and really unique. Uh, it's kind of, you know, like this isn't usually something like when, you know, I talk about video games that I play or whatever, or like the games she saw, like me and my brother play as kids and, you know, young adults. It's like, you know, this was, this is very different. And I'm just like, look, you're a goose. And here I am. And I was like, there's a garden over here. And like, here's this people. And like, this lady has a shop. And watch, I'll show you how I will make this kid buy back his own toy. And that's really mean. But <laughs> I'm going to steal his airplane and drop it in here. And the lady's going to pick it up and put it on the shelf. And then the kid's going to find it. And then he's going to try and get it. And she's going to yell at him about stealing. And so then he'll have to buy back his own plane. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Or like running, like running the kid in the phone booth. I showed her that, and like you know, stealing things to put in the shopping basket and stuff. Like that was the level I was playing at the time. So yeah, um, but yeah, but she thought it was like really cute, and like the animation on the goose was really good. Like she even said something to the effect of like, "Oh yeah, the goose actually moves like a goose." Right. It's got the. <laughs> I'm like, is lovely? Look, I can spread my wings, and I can honk, and I can run, and I can duck my head down, and yeah. It was just. They really, really nailed the animation with it because that they really goose did. has swag. Like, <laughs> just yep. straight up swag. It's great. It's super fun when you, like, are running to, like, you know, cross distance quickly and then you, like, come into, like, sight of people and then you just start walking and you're just, like, waddle, waddle, swagger, swagger. Like, I'm a goose. <laughs> yeah. It's I'm great. here to steal your shit. Like, <laughs> it is great for that. It is absolutely a gem for the animation, the soundscape, and like the art style really complements it well. It really does. It's just, it's really quite nice. It's almost like you're in a painting in a yeah, way, like it's, it kind of evoke that. It's a uh, very minimalist mixed with impressionist. 
I wanted to say mixed with impressionist. I don't I don't know exactly what's giving me that sense, but yeah, like I, I would say yeah. So it is kind of impressionist. There's not enough Vaseline on the screen to make it true impressionist, but it's close. <laughs> well <laughs> like so that's like legitimately what I know is like art history. So uh yeah. I, I think I can be fairly confident in saying that impressionism is about smearing vaseline on a screen but like this evokes that with the low resolution ish or low low poly uh, it's, it's, it is it is it is its sensibility is with shape and light like uh, that's that's yeah which would give you that kind of impressionist kind of the shape because like the people don't really have faces it's just sort of like you know there's an you know implication of face like they have noses but they don't really have faces but you don't really need to know that because their body language expresses you know yeah the animation hmm. is really what sells it it's really well done and so like there's a lot more in the art style there's a lot more focus on like the shape and the form and then on the light uh, and how the colors are which they're all quite bright and very quite nice oh well. yeah absolutely it's <laughs> i know we, at this point you've heard us say cute charming all those verbs yeah. really describe it but i highly encourage you to try just sitting down and playing this game and getting a feel for the actual game itself like yeah wander around run around in a circle as a goose it's impressive like yeah they really nailed every detail in it and yes it's a short game but it's worth a, a play because the puzzles in it are actually pretty damn good for they're pretty good short play yeah that's awesome yeah i i enjoyed it a lot i think there's a lot to like in it um i think the developers did a great great job with their joke untitled goose game <laughs> but that turned into a real game <laughs> oh, it really is impressive that you can take such a weird and like <sighs> I, I it would be very difficult for someone to sit down and say what would a game about a goose be like for me to describe? But it's it's incredible that they took a game so obscure and a concept so strange and actually turned it into something that's not just playable, but fun. Yeah, it's, it's, it's lovely. It's all it's about the polish. It's creator's ability. Yes. And, it's, and it really, for me, again, super subjective opinion here, but it's really nice for me to like find a game that is not stressful. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. You know, like where I can just sit and play it and just have fun until I'm, you know, like I'm done playing for now or I need to sleep or whatever. It's just that's really nice for me because like literally everything is stressful. So <laughs> it's like, yay. It's also quite nice where you can be like the antagonist, but in like a wholesome way. <laughs> right. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's wholesome, <laughs> but... Uh... <laughs> yeah, like I actually did have like pangs of guilt, like making the old guy fall on his ass and like scaring yeah. the kid. Well, yeah, it's like I felt a little bad about that, but I mean, like it's sort of I say like wholesome maybe isn't the right word, but I mean when I'm comparing like other games that I'm playing like currently, like where you're playing as a vampire, you know, <laughs> which okay, I just absolutely love, and I can just dissect that to pieces. But it's really nice to just switch to a game that it's like I am a goose. I am going to be mean to some people, but it's okay. Their lives won't be ruined. <laughs> Their days are just going to be inconvenient. <laughs> They're going to have a bad day, but you know what? They're going to have a really great story to tell their kids when they go home. 
Yeah, you know that asshole like, goose that in the pub or the cafe or is it the pub or the cafe? I don't remember, but the two ladies that are sitting that you can like honk for and they laugh and they clap. Oh yeah, the ladies yeah. that you perform for. Yeah, it's like you know they're gonna ha- they're gonna go home and they're gonna tell whoever it is that they live with or they'll call their mom or something and be like, oh, I was at the cafe with Ashley and guess what? There was this goose and <laughs> let me tell you about this goose. It was really cute. Um, you know, it's kind of. At the same instant, you're like, I'm going to steal these forks. <laughs> <My dad>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the goose is definitely a klepto, and that's what makes it so yeah. much fun. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> it's also maybe a little cathartic. Like, like there's a little bit of catharsis there, too, where it's like, you know, maybe there's a shiny that, like, in real life you'd want to grab, but you never would because of, you know, list of reasons why. But it's like in this game, you're like, I like that shiny fork. I'm going to take it, and I am a goose. And therefore, <laughs> and nobody's gonna stop me. They can. You try. know what? I'm a goose. I'm a goose with a discerning taste, and I want that shiny bell for my bell collection. I'm gonna get dressed up in the garden. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna wear this red ribbon. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the empowerment you get from being a goose is really yeah. kind of sweet because of that. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, like. The empowerment is I I tricked that lady to put a put a ribbon on me. This is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I got dressed up pretty, yay. <laughs> yeah. I, it's that type of low stakes that really makes the game like something I yeah. want to see my nephews play. Because yeah. they're young and they're basically somehow making GTA out of Lego games. But Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't know that Lego Incredibles and GTA 4 had something in common, but, you know, watching my, yep. my nephew play, yeah, they absolutely do. They sure do. But, yeah, like, watching <laughs> my nephew play would be amazing, because yeah. it, he would figure it out relatively quickly, and it's challenging enough for him to still play, which is kind of a great one-two combo. And the yeah. music is just really, really adorable. The music's it's, yes. Yay for classical music and game soundtracks. And it is very well chosen. They chose the classical music as their part of their Sizzler when they started the mm-hmm. game. But yeah. they decided to keep it because it paired so well. A yeah. wine with a meal paired well sort of thing. I don't even drink and that's kind of how I felt. <laughs> I was like, mm, yes, this feels very good. <laughs> yes, it's got a lovely nose on it. Yes, exactly. Exactly like that. <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of my main impressions of this game. Now that you've heard us rant about it, what do you think of it, Tom? Um, well, um I guess the easiest and most succinct way of of putting it is um huh? I'm currently looking at where <laughs> yeah, well, okay. That is the most succinct way. <laughs> but um, no, I'm currently looking at at where I could buy it, because this sounds amazing. And I found something interesting. It's coming to Steam. In a year. Um, yep. As of recording, they did a one-year exclusive yeah. contract with Epic, which I I know there's a lot of hate for that, but they uh, did talk about it in an interview. Oh my god, so many interviews. <laughs> <laughs> And in the interview, they said, yeah, it was a non-choice. We're a tiny company, and that one-year exclusive contract basically will bankroll our next game. Yeah. Oh, wow. like, 
Yeah, that's, well, that's yeah. Fair. That's a no-brainer. Like Yeah, that's a no-brainer. As as much as we like hating on Epic and Origins and all of that shit. And capitalism generally. Yeah. Like it's it's truly shitty as a consumer to have to have a billion launchers yeah. on your desktop. But for this developer, that's that's their next game. Yeah, that's so fair. like yeah. As, as much hate as is that there is for that. I'm not begrudging him for it. Yeah. I personally didn't buy it from the Epic store. I bought it on my Switch because fuck yeah, it's great <laughs> on the Switch. I wanted I wanted right. to be able to play it in bed. <laughs> yeah. Like... Well, that honestly sounds incredibly appealing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It does seem like the kind of game that you could just play and just screw yeah. around with and relax before you go to bed. Yeah, and it really worked well for that because I did do that a couple nights where I just was like, okay, I'll play for, you know, 30... 40 minutes before I go to bed. And it was like, la 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 la. Oh, that's so nice. And then, uh, okay, time for bed. So the question that I have is, what's the replayability of it? Like, can you just continue playing for a long time or does it kind of, like, once you finish it, you're kind of done? Basically, when you finish a game, you can, it kind of plays like an old school style game where, yeah, it's technically done. You have, you unlocked everything so you can wander around and still be a jerk to everybody. The mission is done. You got what you needed, but you can you can still wander around and like perform for the ladies in the cafe. That's fine. And doesn't it also like their like time attack challenge to do list that opens up, and then there's like a final kind of to do list thing. Yes. You know, so like there's kind of like you you do some of the same stuff, but it's sort of a time attack thing, and then there's a couple like I think new things to do. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, there's more things to do after you beat the main mission. That's absolutely true. But you're still just wandering around this quaint little town being a goose. And I think that's yeah. <laughs> really where the game shines. Yeah. So replayability yeah. is moderate. It's about as good as replaying Super Mario 3. Yeah, and I think your your mileage will vary. Like if you get a lot out of the, you know, the ambiance and the feelings that the game evokes, like you're going to want to go back to it and experience that. But sure. maybe if you don't get a lot out of that, then maybe the replayability will be less for you because you've already seen everything that the game has to offer. You know, like it just, I think that it really depends on just how you engage with it hmm. as a, you know, as an individual, like, you know what, if you want to go back and try again, like, you know, maybe the, time attack thing will be like oh that's cool yeah I'll, I'll you know keep doing these things to try and beat my time right but um or maybe you just want to wander around and that's cool enough or maybe you just won't think that there's enough there for you which you know is fine that's fine. uh yeah, yeah. So, so i think like it's a sort of a like because there isn't a whole lot of content there like just if we just bare bones it and call it content like it's pretty limited so a lot of like you're wanting to go back and replay it and keep playing it. Um, that's going to depend on how you relate to the game, which is true of any game. Right. Um, but because I, not, I feel that that's yeah, there's not as much here. It yeah, it really is like the main yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. So like if you like like it's kind of like I kind of think about it like I've brought up Stardew Valley already as a relaxing game, but like a lot of people like go back and put hours into Stardew and like you know start over and do new things in Stardew um, because they find it relaxing and you know whatever. And um, 
And maybe that's how Untitled Goose Game will be for you, and you'll want to keep going back just because of that, even though there's a lot less content compared, to, you know, compared be- between the two games. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, your mileage will absolutely vary with it. Yeah. But that being said, if you want a relaxing game that kind of de-stresses you from, like, a very intense day... I would highly recommend it for that. Yeah. Like within yeah. the first five minutes of playing that game, I am giggling. Yes. Giggling. <laughs> and I don't yeah. give a fuck who cares or who sees me giggle. Cause that game elicits a childlike joy. I basically can't get over cause it's that good. That's awesome. Well, I mean, it's gotten incredible reviews. I mean, I think yeah. Google has it at 4.9 out of five, which is I think literally as good as it gets. Yeah, um, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I mean it. Yeah, GameStop is four point nine out of five. Oh no, Google is ninety eight percent liked it. That is incredible. Yeah. Oh, and it also has forty nine or four point nine. It, it, whatever. It, basically, everywhere <laughs> I've looked, people love it. So I, that's yeah. pretty rare for like any video game. Like, I don't oh. even know if stuff like Grand Theft Auto has that good a score. No. So. There's too many shitloads yeah. to make Grand Theft Auto make that high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, oh my god. Yeah, they're 95% or 7 out of 10.6. So yeah, when you do better than like one of the biggest, most successful video games of all time... You're doing pretty good, well. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. That's... Wow. You know, slow yeah. clap. Right? Real one. Not, not a sarcastic slow clap. A real slow clap. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of the joy of the game it's a short enough game that you can go back and relive if you really wanted to and it kind of encourages that with three save slots at the very beginning Mm -hmm. so it's like oh yeah here you're gonna want to come back to this we know it we're gonna give you another couple save slots yeah Yeah, i thought that was quite nice where you can just be like okay i'm gonna just start over from the beginning do my thing yeah, it's the perfect uh, throwback to like older games that you <laughs> yeah. know you're going to want to play again. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. The reviews, did, I mean, if this says it all, it did better than Grand Theft Auto V and Minecraft. Oof. Wow. Yeah. That's uh, a tall order. <laughs> then now, to be fair, Minecraft is like 10 years old at this point, and GTA has always been controversial in some capacity. Yeah. It has. But those are massively popular and very well loved. So it's it's still an accomplishment in my book. No, that's fair. And it's kind of the standout hit of 2019, I would say. That's cool. Like nobody was really aware of it until it was released, barring a few sizzle reels, and then like yeah. you see the goose getting 3D printed with a magnet on its beak so you could <laughs> stick a knife to it. That's <laughs> fucking hilarious. I kinda wanna <laughs> use my printer to do that now. Oh but, my god, that's adorable. Yeah, like it it's so easy to meme because even if you just encounter Canadian geese and not a traditional white goose, you can yeah. relate to this goose. Oh, oh hell yeah. yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, like the Canadian. We come from the land of Canadian geese. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, we have a very large population of Canadian geese in the area. Yeah, um, they're like year-round residents. <laughs> oh, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. 
Okay, and, they might leave at the height of summer, but when they come back, they're basically here most of the year. <laughs> well, they, they have to leave so that they can they can carpet bomb the entire city with poop. Oh, that's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they gotta do that. <laughs> they have to like they have to they have yep. to like leave so that everyone get, lets their guard down like oh god thank god the canada ge geese are gone like oh phew and then they'll come back like a couple weeks later like <laughs> what's up bitches? yeah <laughs> i have a vague memory of always thinking it was cool to see geese like flying overhead in formation until i got pooped on as a kid oh, no. <laughs> Man, so. I just remember like you did not want to wear nice shoes to campus when the geese were back because they would just poop all over. And if you had to walk anywhere on campus, which I, I assure you that you did have to walk everywhere on campus. And it's just like, oh, man, you're just you can't avoid it. You're just walking in poo. It's poo carpets, carpets, the sidewalks. Yep. Oh, God. Yep. Yep. Uh, the geese, the geese would be in walking in like a, a gang across like the quad and people would just like, you know, like flow out of the way, like the parting of the Red Sea as they walk by. Like just. I have a goose story to it. Well, it's not a great one, but I as a kid um, went to visit my uncle who I think I can't remember where he lives. It's like South Dakota or something like that. Anyway, I haven't been there since I was really little. And he had a, a small flock of pet geese. And for why, I don't know. But <laughs> I went there for the first time, and I remember seeing the geese and him telling me that they were his pets. And, of course, up until that point, the only kind of pets I'd really encountered were, like, dogs and cats. Right. So I thought, yep. oh, cool. So they're friendly. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Little Tom learned a lot that day. Tom learned a lot that day. I, I remember like walking up to one and he was like, uh, you might not want to do that. And apparently I went straight up to the gander. Just by, <laughs> you know, like pure bad luck. And he like immediately reared up and flapped his wings. And they're damn big when you're like five years old. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And chased me all over his property. And I was crying and like super upset. So, you know, I'm, I'm not a goose fan. It left some impressions on childhood, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's absolutely fair. Geese he are bit jerks. me on the butt. <laughs> <laughs> so my interactions with geese are being pooped on. And being bit and chased. So it might be kind of fun to turn the tables. I think I'm going to get this game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that you will enjoy it. It, yeah. is, it is worth playing. And it's not going to be a long play. It is worth playing for the sheer joy of being on the other side of that equation. Absolutely. Yeah. Who doesn't love being an asshole? Right? <laughs> Especially when it's low stakes. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's like the whole reason Grand Theft Auto exists. I mean, let's just bring them right back around. Like, that's why that game is real. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. The most engaging part of that game is getting chased by the cops. <laughs> so the question then is, is there something that we should, is there like a takeaway from the fact that Grand Theft Auto V is one of the most well-loved games and most successful games of all time? And another game about being an asshole is one of the few games that rated higher than it. I would struggle to pull anything more than, yeah, people are kind of getting tired of the GTA series. <laughs> well, yeah. I was just thinking, I, I think the takeaway is being an asshole is really fun. So more games like that. <laughs> yeah, but not like 
huge cinematic though sometimes you just want to be a goose right well i mean i don't know i guess that's all i've ever used the gta series for anyway is just screwing around so if memory serves you were still more of a fan of the uh saints row series over gta i used to be but kind of stopped playing those games for whatever reason fair enough i have them all but just yeah. just not hitting scratching that itch anymore they just went down a different path than i was expecting that they've got it's cool i really do need to play all the way through them with it they have like angels and demons and gods and it's oh, very man. different when did they jump the shark like two <laughs> sorry this is a tangent but i literally think the third one it like stopped being a gta knockoff and just was like we're just going full send this is <laughs> as crazy as we can possibly make it and it just never stopped getting crazier that's that sounds about right for saints row yep Yep. I've been told it's way better than GTA. Um but I strangely stopped playing after the second one, so I am not an expert. Yeah, that's that's a game for another time though. It I'd is. Say. It would be a good one for us to review though, I think. Eh, it's quite just possibly. a long one. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a very long game. We'll have to think out more than a couple weeks if we're gonna do that. Uh yeah. <laughs> yeah that's more of a hey i'd like to talk about this in this month so start playing it yeah exactly you're not gonna yep. be able to stomach this going in in one sitting no so. i also would like to say just to get us a little bit back on topic um they make a, a hoodie that has a goose standing on from the game clearly on an axe uh which is stabbed into a stump and it says peace was never an option yeah the, that meme is hilarious. <laughs> Which I haven't played the game yet, and I still want that hoodie. That looks fantastic. Right? Oh, that's, oh yeah. That's darling. Oh my goodness. It is adorable. Like the one that the first one I saw was just that 3D printed goose with the knife stuck to the bottom of the beak that said peace was never an option. It's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty accurate, I'd say. Yeah. That's fantastic. I like it. Okay, wrap yeah. up. Um, yeah. Let's uh, close out with some plugs. Where the, where can okay. people find you, Devin? People can find me on Twitter or Instagram or twitch.tv at Lady Marowiff. Okay. And how about you, Tom? I finally broke down and got a Twitter account. So on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, actually, you can find me at Tomakaze, which is T-O-M-A-K-Z-E. And I think, I'm not totally sure on this yet, but I might actually have some YouTube content coming soon. So. <gasps> oh, Ooh. right on. Yes. Fancy. Yes. Look, look forward to that. And if you're listening from the future, go enjoy his stuff. Surely yeah. it's yeah. assuming Assuming it happens, you know. I don't want to get anyone's hopes, because people are really going to be excited about the <laughs> stupid crap I post. But oh, <laughs> whatever. You never know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah i'm always taking a look at twitter and itch.io as jc suron so that's where you can find me uh, excellent once again uh we are the adventure mechanics i'm chandler i'm Devin. and i'm tom and we will see you next time honk